the heart of the River Kingdoms lies an old Pathfinder Lodge, once thought lost. A lodge shrouded in secrecy and mystery, driving many to believe that its goals are not that of exploration, but of more nefarious purposes. Recently, an unknown venture captain has reopened the lodge and recruited a new group of Pathfinder agents to do its bidding. Whether their goals are to benefit the society or something much more sinister is yet to be seen. Welcome to Tales from the Black Lodge. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat Tales from the Black Lodge. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, the crew continue their exploration of the incredibly dangerous city of Zin Ezridel. And sure enough, Mr. Peepers gets into trouble because he can't help himself. So a few quick things before we get into this week's episode. First of all, I want to say that if you become a $10 patron, you can not only listen to the episodes live, watch the episodes live, but now we have video because of Discord. Discord now has video built into it. We actually did this last night for the first time ever that you can watch us and see us on Discord. I was always against video because it's a big pain in the neck to get video working with OBS and our recording system and so forth. But now video is built into Discord and we use Discord anyhow for our recordings and in-game sessions that voila, now you can actually see us. So if you do $10 a month, you can actually watch our shows. You can watch everything. You can see us. You can see the map. You can talk to us. It's crazy. And as I said, we record twice a week. So make sure you check that out. If you want to have a lot of fun, that's how you do it. So one thing I want to start off right away is that this city, Zinezradel, is very fascinating because it's basically ruled by a military dictator. One thing I did is that I went to Cuba in February and I used my trip in Cuba as a model for this city. Not a direct model, but Cuba was fascinating because it's a communist country and the way it was set up and we did a lot of tours. I, I wasn't doing anything touristy. I actually was in the heart of the city. We met with a lot of groups and I was there for humanitarian reasons. So I really got to see how the city functioned and worked and it was fascinating. So I used some of the things that I learned in my Cuba trip when they're in the city. And that's something you can do is that if you ever go on a trip and you're in a city that has a very different culture than what you're used to, it's very easy to adapt that into a role-playing game. And here is a city that really no one I know has ever really been to is Cuba. So I was able to use a lot of what I learned for Cuba. For example, one of the things they say in Cuba is that no one is homeless in Cuba for various reasons. That will come into play in this episode. Something else about this episode is that you will get to see how you can make significant changes to PCs in Pathfinder society without affecting their characters directly. What do I mean by that? Well, in Pathfinder society, there's very specific rules as to what you can and can't do. You know, you have to basically, everyone has to use the same rule set, but that doesn't mean that the characters are completely immune to change and you can modify them. So today you're going to see how we did that. Finally, I wanted to mention that it is funny because everyone, I think, plays characters kind of the same way. It's hard for people to really play different types of characters. People just sort of migrate to characters and alignments that they like. 
One thing I will say about John Stats is John Stats does chaotic better than anyone I've ever met in my entire life. He is so good at playing chaotic characters. I've seen many of his characters die because he's chaotic. I don't really know if he ever really plays non-chaotic characters. It's really just a level of whatever chaotic character he tries to play. He actually has tried to play other types of more serious characters, and he hated it. He told me he didn't like it, and he really didn't enjoy it. So I said, then just play whatever you want. And he seems to like to play these characters that are just totally nuts. <laughs> that just go off the rails, split the party... Do things they're not supposed to do. There's a big button that says do not push. He will push that button a hundred times. And there are going to be consequences. I've seen his characters fall into horrible traps and die. And this week, if you're in a city ruled by a rune lord and you decide to act out, well, things are going to happen. And you will find out what happens this week. All right, and then super finally, don't forget RPG Superstar. If you want free money and free prestige and lots of cool stuff, just go to RPGSuperstar.com, submit a monster, and then in a few months we're going to go through and you will actually maybe win. Maybe you don't win. Who knows? We'll find out. But with that, let's get to this week's episode of Tales from the Black Lodge. Okay, you... Uh... You spend a few minutes and you find a well-oiled grate that leads down into the sewers. Do you wish to use it? Yes. Yes. Marching order. Chris Beamer is playing Thorgim the Lion, a dwarf redeemer champion. Mr. Peepers first. Might as well. Jumping down. Going down. John Stats is playing Mr. Peepers, a halfling thief rogue. I will take the Riah. Seth Lipton is playing Nixnox, a goblin fire elementalist sorcerer. I'm a little more ambivalent about going into the sewers, but I guess we'll do that. Jason McDonald is playing Nella Amberleaf, a human wild druid. So you open up the well-oiled grate. You search around, making sure no one is following you, and you pop down into the sewers. It is a twisting sewer system, and graffiti covers the walls of every intersection of this labyrinth. It is also pitch black. What do you want to do? I forget. Who of us can see in the dark and who cannot? I can. I can. I, think I can. Mr. Peepers, how's your vision? Uh, pretty crappy. Just dim light. Then we shall go first. I can give us some light. I believe I have light as one of my spells. Oh, uh, yeah. Be, I'm I'll, fine I'll, with that. I will be in the rear and guarding our guarding our six, I think it is, right? Because I'll guarding our back. Rear with the gear. Yep. Well, this is, is this kind water. Of, yeah, it's water. It's a it's a sewer system. I and mean, this is kind of abstracted because the sewer is enormous. So you have to you're not gonna just be walking through. You're gonna have to kind of tell me what are you gonna what's your plan? This is long term exploration. This isn't you just walking down this hallway. So you tell me. Well, we I mean, investigate any kind of markings on the walls, yeah, around the 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 grate where we came in. You know, look for uh, more of those uh, graffiti symbols. Which one of you has the best perception? Uh, my, well, you tell me. My perception is plus two. It's not good. You're the crappiest. Who has good perception? Probably Mr. Peepers has good perception. Mm. I have a plus five to perception. 
and I'm trained. I have... Did they move perception? Because it's not on the skills. Anymore. Yeah, it's not here. Yeah, it's special now. It's not here. No, it's not a skill anymore. Is it, it is. It's 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 everyone's trained in it. It's just um, it's because it's, it's not organized there. It's but like it's not on the, uh, top this. It's like look, look look by the yeah look by the AC. My perception is plus seven as Thoradin. Thoradin and Mister Peepers, Mister Peepers and Thoradin, you see the same graffiti that was upstairs ah. in the flat, and it says that. He's in the sewers. Wait, there's graffiti that says he's in the sewers? Correct. In the sewer. Correct. All right. Well, um, is there any indication of direction to the next clue? Did he put a, an arrow? Yeah. Nope. I look for Arne Sacknesum's initials. <sighs> that's that's pretty strange. <laughs> All right. Um, that's a really strange that. message. All right. Mr. Peepers runs over here. Okay, you run over. You guys and... are in the sewers. That's that's yep. You're in the sewers. It's wet. It's wild. It's the sewers. Well, is it is it is it like does it look like this where there's like a walkway or is it just like we're in a pipe? It's you're in mazes. It's it's like this for miles in every direction. Yeah. Well, then I mean, do we have to do walk we hear through? anything that might suggest which way we should go? So wait, is it a dry ledge around a water filled? Canal or yeah, so, in yeah. water? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Okay, guys, let's let's just explore. Let's just let's check this out. Uh, I'm I'm gonna check this out over here. Come on, come on, go. Over What's the here. check for looking for tracks and survival, survival check? Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, well, okay. Who's trained in survival? The seek action. You're seeking. Uh, yes, seek action. Uh, I doubt I'm trained in that. I'm actually plus seven in survival. Sweet. Just to doing it outdoors, not underground, but let's give it a shot. I'm at a plus two on me. Uh, you can actually do the roll. I'll tell you what you find out. I'm not going to let you do it. I don't even have to do it in secret. Ooh. 18. While Mr. Peepers is fooling around and everyone else is looking up and down and picking their buttholes, Nella says, hey, guys. I think I found some tracks. Excellent. Wow. Lead the way. Yeah, lead the way. By all means. All right. Well, let's try to follow those tracks. And the two dwarves, I guess, will go in front. The tracks lead to the south. And the tracks look like they are picking up right where the graffiti was. And you have a bit of a way to go. On the way of going going out let's see are you doing anything while you're walking down to... looking for more graffiti i would be doing i i am sneaking i am hiding and sneaking. yeah mr right, peepers well, is also sneaking i have shield okay. at the ready and trident uh, as per usual i have my two-handed maul out okay while you are walking down towards uh, where you think the tracks in the hideout lead, Thoradin notices a small bundle of garbage in the corner, and something shiny is poking out of the bundle. I look at the bundle. My precious. You find what appears to be garbage that was thrown into the sewers, but the garbage is valuable. You find inside of it 
25 silver pieces and loose coins and uh -huh. a low-grade silver shield. Ooh. Oh, well, I chuck my wooden shield. <laughs> no, I, I, I sling I my... I have a wooden shield, so I'll take the low-grade silver one. The low what is it? A low-grade a low-grade silver shield. Like it's a metal shield. I've like, never heard of an upgrade. Steel or silvered? Silvered. Oh, silvered. That's weird. What does that mean? I mean, it's great because it's silver. It's I bet it's some like incorporeal undead creatures. It works against them or some weird thing like that. I bet. Well, if anything silver, you can bash somebody with. That's like fey or what have you. But I, I'll say, uh, uh, lads, look. Uh, here's some some silver. And also a silver shield, which is now going to adorn my back. And when I switch weapons, I will use it. Yeah, it's a it's silver shield. It has a hardness of three and 12 hit points and a break threshold of six. That's a smart looking shield you have there now. Aha. Uh -huh. Thank you for your, 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 your will to upgrade my shield has made it come true. Truly, Iomade works in spirit mysterious ways. Is that an upgrade? Is that an upgrade? She high-fives Torak every day. <laughs> I don't think that's an upgrade. I think the It's silver... not? Is it better than... I have a wooden shield. I don't know. I think it's actually not as good. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look. What's the silveredness of it, though? That's odd. It's low wooden grade, shield is... I've never heard of low grade. Wooden grade. It's hardness, hardness three of wooden shield. 12 hit points and six. Silver is three, 12, six. It's exactly the same. Yeah, but it's silver. It's, it's silver. Shiny. It's, it's shiny. Dwarves. We like this thing. Cool, cool. Uh, keep going south. Keep going. You see the tracks are leading somewhere. Slowly, as you trounce through the sewers, you smell a familiar smell, as if you were back in the goblin days. Oh, and then you see it leading to the west. All right, I'm going to let someone else take the lead. Wait, I've seen this room before at the Broken Machineries. Shh, it's totally different. It's nothing <laughs> to do with Broken Machineries. It just looks familiar. Those are candy dispensers. You find the trail that leads to a small sewer maintenance chamber. You go inside and there is a humble campsite. And at the campsite, you see a male human... His face is accentuated with dark hair and a single curl dangling over his forehead, which he routinely brushes aside. He jumps up, seeing you all, and seems to be startled and says, Who are you? What are you doing here? Stand fast, friend. We saw your graffiti. We've been sent. I have no idea what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Sent. This is my hideout. Get out. No, you bought passage on a on a boat out of here. No, I didn't. Of course I did. What are you talking about? How dare you? Are you trying to get me killed? Uh, can I interject? Let me, let me interject. Excuse me. Allow me. But I have a message that your uncle has been asking about his slippers. With that, he visually gets more relaxed. And he's like, well, why didn't you say so? What are you trying to do? Give me a heart attack over here? Please excuse our slight jest. We just wanted to give you a little rise. I do not find it funny. You know how long I've been in the sewers here? Someone's going to be killing me. I need to get out of the city as fast as possible. Well, consider it payback for your arcane messaging. You could have made that a little bit easier, couldn't you? <laughs> I laugh. I didn't think you would be having so much trouble trying to find me. <sighs> okay. 
So, who are you? What's going on? This this isn't what I signed up for. Why are there five of you? I thought there was only going to be one person. What's going on? We are members of the Pathfinder Society. The reason why it is us is because pretty much everyone else from uh, from your uncle's uh, organization has been made in one form or another. We are unknown here. And so come with us and it will be safer than any one of your uh, uncle's people. Oh, thank you. Misunderstand. It's not my uncle. I'm the nephew of Jatsu Fanello. You know him, the notorious Schnarzi boss in Magmar. That's why I'm trying to get there, so I can go join my uncle and his criminal enterprise. Oh, did I say that out loud? I meant I'm just going to go join my uncle. Be that as it may, time is a-wasting, and we have many more people to pick up, which you will help us with. He looks at you and goes, No, that's not my job. My job is to pay you, and your job is to get me out of here. Uh, who has uh, who has the, the diplomacy? Does any do any of us have diplomacy? Yes. Well, I think I uh, let me double check. Because whoever has diplomacy, plus should, three. Yeah. So whoever has diplomacy should like take over and start sweet talking him because we are going to need his help to to work with the other people. I think I have both diplomacy and intimidation. Yeah, I know. I'm, like intimidation is my thing, but I don't want to intimidate him. It's too it's it's too it's too blunt an instrument for this type of delicate operation. <laughs> I, I have plus four on both. Yeah, I have plus seven on it. <laughs> but but yeah, so so you should try diplomacy. Like, you should go, you should like negotiate with him because uh, we are going to need his his thieving underworld skills for this. I think, right? Look, it's going to be easier and safer for all of us if you help us and find the others. We all want to get out of this alive and not attract any attention. He looks at you and says, "I have no idea what you're talking about. I have paid for passage. I have no idea others." What are you talking about? Then we take him to the spot, drop him off, and keep going. Like, is there, a, is there like a drop-off point? He seems incredibly confused, and he's worried. He's like, look, look, this is all I know. I have some coinage for my passage. And he pulls out some of his items. He says, this is what I owe you. Yeah, like, we have, we have, we have... I don't think we have to just like gather more people and travel a crowd. Yeah, well, we, like like I recall, I recall we have like decisions to make because there's one route that we have to in a bunch take five people through a secret passage, and that's one bundle yeah. of 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 escape. We have to get him to the secret passage. This guy ought to at least know who Garla is because he was the one that set that one up, isn't it? Oh, that's a good point. Maybe maybe use that as an so angle one of negotiation. The people is, one of the people is he's directly responsible for hooking up but i just want to refresh our memory as to like what is what our situation is from last time what i recall is uh one group all together five through a secret passage to the captain of a ship that could only be there once taking that one bundle away uh and then and then a second whoever's left we have to figure out a way to sneak by the border guards and go directly on our own ship and get away that's what i remember is that what everybody remembers that's correct. So, so that means like, like maybe we can drop him off and have him wait there while we pick up other people. But we kind of have to sort that out with him, don't we? Like, the, like don't we have to like get him on board with the understanding that th that this is the, this is the, this is the way it is that he has to work with us if he wants to get out and get him on board with that. Well, it seems like for now we know where this guy is, and we can have him just stay tight and go look for the other people. I mean, 
and try to get try to figure out who should go in the five group and who should go in the four group once we get more of the people together. I mean, yeah, and like this area is pretty secure. We can maybe direct people to you know come here. Yeah, maybe we can have some of the other people come here. Yeah, and then eventually bring them all in one shot. We come down and get them all. Isn't it isn't it better to bring them one at a time to the point where the boat dis- it disembarks from? One at a time, a couple at a time, rather than moving a giant herd across the city? I honestly don't know because we haven't scouted that situation out yet. We don't know how secure that location is, well, which, we, which we should. We should look at what that is. It's, it's way more secure to do it a little bit at a time than a lot. Yeah. Well, while you are discussing it, he says, oh, amateurs. He goes, look, look. And he pulls out proudly. He goes, look, I have forged travel papers, which will allow me to get onto the ship I don't know what this ship and water and sewers you're talking about. I'm only down here because I'm trying to survive, but I have my own passageway out. Just get me to the ship, and I'll take care of the sa- I'll take care of the rest myself. So those travel papers will get you past the the guards at the at the front entrance. You could go on the main ship. Yes, of course. Yeah, I, sus- I suspected as much. I suspected there would be little little twists and turns like this. If you, if you, where did you get those forged? Where did you get those forged papers? Could you make more for other people? Hmm, I could, perhaps. That's useful. All right, so these, are because these here's papers the, good for the, the the first five or the last four. Uh, the, the, the papers that he has, as far as I understand, and we can confirm this right now, his papers are good for him alone right now, right? Yes. But for which group? For which group? For the beginning five or the last four? For getting onto the ship, it on- sounds like he could go with us through the guards. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Like paper. these, these papers. Like he's waving papers that'll say, "I'll get." I, I don't have to go through the secret passage. That's what he's saying. He's saying, "Here are papers that make that that will allow me to not be one of the group that goes into secret passage." Correct. Right. So let's okay. bring him over okay. there. I think. All I'm right. Done with him. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, a couple of factors. One is he's been here safe and secure for an indefinite period of time. That means this is a secure location. We don't know what the situation is in the secret passage. There could be there could be freaking guards pa- go- walking by there on, on a shift of one every two hours. I don't I don't think that's true. Why would it be a secret then at that point? Stop. Okay, this uh, this is not gonna. I don't want this to go on forever. Let me back up and explain the me- the meta of this. Okay. Yes. Here's please. here's the deal. <laughs> There is a secret way out, okay? Through the sewers and through some other gnarly stuff. You, five people can make that journey. You have to find out about that journey. It is only available on the morning of the fifth day, and that's it. That is smuggling people out illegally. There's no guards, there's no papers. You are finding a cove, and you're going to get people from the cove to a ship illegally, and then they will disappear. Then, on the fifth day, and only the fifth day, whoever's left, you need to bring them with you to the ship and leave together. You need to do a, uh, what's that, that movie where they brought everyone out of Iran? You need to do that and, you know... Argo. Argo. You need to Argo this, take whatever people are left, and figure out how to get them off this place, how to get them out of the city with you on the fifth day. So there's only two ways out of the city. Either smuggling secret passage, which is, you have to still learn about how that even is going to work, on the fourth day. Or on the fifth day, they go with you out. That's it. There's no other ways out. 
And so wait, so it sounded like what, from what you just said, the secret passage is or is not a place where we can, uh, in sequence, take a bunch of people, gather them all up there, and then proceed to the last step. Is it or is it not that? What do you mean, what last step? The, the, that's the fifth. No, no. The fourth day is the secret passage. The beginning of the fourth day is the secret passage. The end of the fifth day is, is this adventure ends. Okay, so the fourth day, the secret passage unlocks. It's the only day you can do it. You have the morning... You have a very small period of time. The morning of the fourth day is when you can use the secret passage. The, for the ship people. is going to leave. Like they show yes, up, the there ship for shows up. So it's that's it. So it's so it's so it's gather and so it's gather five or less at a certain location, and then on the fourth day, take them all in a bunch. Correct. All right, so escort so, them. Escort them to the ship. They will take. They will. The ship will take five people, and then the ship is leaving. Whoever's left has to go with you. Right on our ship. I don't know, so my suggestion is actually use this as a base camp because it seems pretty secure and gather everybody here. Maybe he could make and then make a decision about who goes in which bunch. He might be able to forge papers for whoever we decide is the bunch that has to get past the guards and do it that way. That's my suggestion. And these sewers lead to a secret, the secret passage in question. You haven't asked about any of that, have you? All right. So I say, do you know of a secret passage in these? tunnels in these sewers There's, we've heard of a secret passage that leads to a cove are you familiar with this mm-hmm. which cove are you talking oh are you talking about shard cove indeed i am yes yes i do know where shard cove is that is a tricky place to go the tunnels are only 10 feet tall and five feet wide it's a little precarious, but once you get to it, it leads out to the Bay of Calm Water. Though that bay is treacherous, filled <laughs> with sharp rocks and who knows what other things. But it is a very infamous smuggling spot. It's not guarded in any way that you know of, right? No, not that I know of. Again, it's a excellent spot for smugglers as the water is so treacherous that only the most risk-hardy ships will go anywhere near the cove. All right, I'll, I want to consult everyone else and be like, well... Yeah, we should, we should talk in private. We should talk out of earshot of him for a little bit. Perhaps we should investigate this and clear it of any dangers that might be there. Make sure that it's safe. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to metagame too much, but uh, my character, like within narrative, my character would want to talk uh, very quietly so he cannot hear uh and say we shouldn't trust him like we should not tell him when the rendezvous point is on that secret passageway because he might take it upon himself to ditch us and go by himself uh and and our contract is we need uh everybody taken care of do, do you agree yes yeah smart Right, but at the same time, his forgery skills are kind of are, are going to be crucial uh, to get whoever it is that has to get past the guards past the guards. Uh, so at the same time, I think we need to get him on board and get him to understand he's not going to be able to go by himself. He has to rely on us, and it is all or nothing. Everybody who who has to go, including him, and that's the only way he's getting out of here with his skin. I think we have to convince him of that and get him invested in our mission. And if we do that, then I think we'll have him as an ally and, a, and like a useful asset. And we, there's no like sense motive, right? Anymore. Perception. That's all it is. Who has a high perception? 
I have a decent I have one, seven. actually. Actually, yeah, I say, say, can I, can I see your documents? I want to see if these are going to pass muster. Okay. You... And I look, and I try to perceive if I can what tell. Is your, uh, what is your plus five. perception? Plus five. You look at these documents, and these are forgeries of poor quality. Mm. I say, mm. I say, take, I say, Thornton, take a look at these yourself. These do not; these papers mm. look like they're not in order to me. Let me look. Thornton looks at them as well, and sure enough, he's like, "Yeah, these, um, these are not great." <laughs> I, I want to look at that far with these. Yeah, they, I, they, I no, peek, they're I, okay. They're okay. They're poor quality. You might have to. You might have to like crumble them up or look like they've been through the wash or something, but they're not. Uh, they're not good. They're not good. I want to peek at them using my military lore to see if they'll pass it. They'll, they'll pass a guard's inspection. Ooh, there you go. Mm, perhaps they will. Uh, as long as you're aware that these are not great quality, and you do what you can to perhaps distract the guards. If they looked at them carefully, they're definitely going to notice them. If you are able to distract them or cause attention to something else while they're going through the paperwork, probably not. At a at a casual inspection, they look good, but in close, detailed inspection, they're obviously forgeries. Uh, all right, maybe 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 with a bribe, maybe with the buff of a bribe or something. Well, uh, all right, you can have your papers back, but do you know where? Can you lead us to this passage that leads to the cove? Wait, is that necessary? Don't we know where it is? Of course. He goes, no, he knows where it is. He has to lead you to it. I say we do that. Make sure you scout that out. Make yeah, sure can he do that right now so we know where it is, sure. or do we know where sure. it is? Okay, yeah. I can lead you to it. That happens. Okay. He's he's like, all right, let's let's uh, let's go. And he brings you to the cove. And is he armed and armored? Like, does he appear, like, does he have weapons and things? Or is he, like, does he look like a magic user? Minor, minor. Yeah, he's a thief. Yeah, he's like he's he's a rogue. I said he's a rogue. You spend two hours going through the sewers. Ah, two hours. Oh my god. Yeah, it's two hours. The day's almost. I hate these uh, sewers. You spend two hours going through the sewers. It's getting a little slimy, a little gross, and then poof, as if a out of nowhere, it opens up. To the water's edge at the end of a tunnel and the water is calm and you can just see out into the horizon for ever actually that's all you say and no boat of course because it's not the fourth day there's no boat or anything there nope is there any place where people could hide and take shelter or are we gonna need to keep them somewhere else no this is just it's literally just water like the it literally empties out into water and you can see the water appears to be pretty deep, maybe 30, 40, 50 feet around here. And it just okay, opens so we'll up have into to the... Use Fil- we'll have to use Filch's place as the meetup spot. We may not necessarily want to keep them there all four days. I mean, if they're people that have regular lives, they may not want... They may just want to wait till the last minute, but... Okay. Yeah, but you can see this is just, like, calm water. It's, um, it's just a cove, you know? It's literally just a cove. All right. Do we have any lead on the on the, on the next person? Well, the, we could start with Garla because supposedly this Garla person made contact with Flitch. Yeah, let me reread her 
split her her thing here to refresh our memories. Garla, Filch brought me a note he found underneath an overturned flower pot on his windowsill, which read, "Ready to join uh, em uh, Emerlin Guardhouse." Astra Garla. So Garla apparently left the note under an overturned flower pot for Filch to find, and then Filch uh, uh, brought the note to uh, our patron. Uh, so I think I think Garla doesn't necessarily know Filch. Oh no, I just wouldn't know Yeah, Garla knows Filch, but Filch doesn't necessarily know Garla. Yeah, he he has he's like, oh yes, the, the windowsill. Yes, I I do not know who that is or how they knew that I was looking to escape. Obviously, someone very observant or someone very dangerous. I do not know, but I brought it to his attention. Yeah, and of course, there's a possibility that this guy is that Garla is the, is the traitor. You know, he like he's, it is, it's a little worrisome that this person's like a guardsman. So exactly, like you know, like he, it could be, like he could be the, like he could be the base setup. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, Flitch is is wondering. It's like, do you need my help for anything else? What is the plan? I'll I'll wait here until you need me. And as I said, I might be able to make some other documents. Although this was my best one by far. And it took mm. quite a while to well, make this sit, one. Sit oh, tight for now. Your your benefactor <laughs> yeah. made deals with people other than you, so we have to. Of course, of round, course. We have that to makes... round up some of the other people and figure out what's going on. Okay. So I would say for now, just stay here. Okay. And he says, "I I do have my payment. Would you like that now?" Yes. And he pulls out sure his uh, his payment, the remainder of his payment. He says, "I figured it might as well." Given now, it's always half up front and then half when we're ready to leave. But I presume you are trustworthy enough, being pathfinders, and there's five of you. I can't imagine all of you can die between now and when it's time to leave. And he You'd be surprised. Out, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he brings out a disguise kit, a repair kit, and a minor healing potion. And he says, oh, here, wow. here you go. Oh, repair kit. There, he's like, this is the remainder of the payment that was due. Thank you for the minor healing potion. Thank you, Thorman. Or Flitch. Well, you're welcome, Mr. Peepers. Yeah, you've you need to rest after making such wonderful forgeries. So we will uh we'll we'll contact you when we need some more. He says, okay, okay. Oh, don't try to sneak up on me like that again. Uh, I'm uh, I'm a little jumpy. I've been uh, on the run, but uh, in a few more days this will all be behind me. Can't wait. What day are we on again? Day one. Day one. You're about six hours into day one. You got two right, so hours gotta, left. He gives, he gives a repair kit, a minor healing pot. What was the other thing he gave us? He gave you a disguise kit, a repair kit, disguise. and a minor healing potion. Does he know where any of the other evacuees are? Well, we know where you, you like ask is. He asked the rockfish <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah each other, yeah, like each other place has an address. Like each other place has an address. Like Theverlin works at the Ministry of Tithes. Yule owns the Rockfish Inn. Drafted okay. teaches at the Arcanum Abjurant. Right. And Garla uh, uh, is at the Emerald Guard House. I was thinking that he might have more recent intel that might refute some of the old written down stuff. But yeah, okay. Well, well, you, you have to tell me what you're sharing with him because he doesn't know anything. So if you're sharing this, you can ask him questions. He knows nothing. <laughs> this is all he knows. He's paying for passage, and he's going on the ship. You have to do the rest. I, I, I like I, him I will, knowing I, nothing. I like him knowing nothing. That's they that, all know. That's yeah, they good. all know nothing. That's uh, I, I will. I will ask him if he knows Garla. 
Because he found the no. Name. He, he does not no. know Garla. No. All right. Does not know Garla. Anyone else you asked, you wish think? to ask me about? Semolin. Who? Semolin. We may want to stick to general directions to places. Yeah. Do you know where the Ministry of Tithes is? Oh, of course. That's easy. And he gives you directions, and it's no problem. And the Rockfish Inn? Oh, yes, of course. And he, once again, gives you directions. <laughs> and the Arcanium Abjurant? Of left course. It. These are all major establishments in the city. And gives you directions. Excellent. And how about the Emerald <laughs> Guardhouse? And gives you directions. They're all, all right, major. So we got directions. And I said, wait, 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 wait. And I and I ask for the directions to two locations we passed on our way here that I that I just may have seen. Okay, he knows where they are. All right. He's lived here his whole life, and more importantly, the city's not that big. And these are major landmarks, kind of, right? So, all right. I mean, I, I would say we go just down the list. Why not? I'm thinking we might want to resolve the Garla situation first while we haven't played our hand on anyone else. Just in case. Oh, that's a good I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. And we have to be careful because Emerald Guardhouse means other guards. I, I don't know. Maybe some one person should maybe approach and so we sort of hang back, something like that. I, I think that's really good. All right. Let's go there then because the daylight's burning. So where are you trying to go? Emerald Guardhouse. All right. Well... You pop out of the sewer, and you can see it's getting close to being dark. And the directions he gave you, it's going to take at least two hours and right to the end of curfew to get to the guardhouse. So mm. you're going to need it's somewhere the to stay. Closer. The inn is a little closer. Uh, everything is going to get you. Wherever you go next is going to bring you right to the end of curfew. And you have nowhere to yeah, stay. Yeah, then we right should now. do Rockfish Inn and get around. I guess in that case, let's go to the inn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Rockfish. You should have blacked out those outhouses on the east side so that we would have thought that that was the opening to the, <laughs> the Manticore sale. <laughs> They're marked with the half moon, so we know exactly what they are. Yeah. That is the multiverse trans-dimensional symbol for a bathroom, that half moon. Doesn't matter where you are. You can be in the Underdark and it'll have a half moon. You fight through the crowds and get to the Rockfish Inn. As you are approaching, you hear guards ringing bells, announcing curfew is in effect in 15 minutes, and people are running and rushing to get into their homes. You see a sturdily built stone building with a meticulously thawed roof is marked by a hand-carved wooden sign with silver inlays that declare that this building to be the Rock Fish Inn. What do you do? I enter. We go inside. The front of the building has a large sign on the door that states that the inn is closed due to illness. Oh. Oh, that's okay. We can go around the back. Mr. Peepers is going around the back. Oh. I have ways of getting in places. Yeah, do it from the back. I was okay with just knocking. Yeah, uh, going. Yeah, this area is pretty crowded with guards, and there appears to be quite a few nearby. Um, and they're oh. looking at you, waiting for you to, you know, get off the streets. Okay, so then we do have to knock to look like we're legit. You can do whatever you want. I mean, they don't seem to care if you sleep. Here in the jail cell, it's not, not. They don't seem to mind. Yeah, well, knocking it is. I'll knock on the front door. Okay. Knock, knock, knock. You knock on the front door. You um, you don't hear anything. Mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna try these side doors. Does it look like there's like no activity inside the window? Like there's it's like there's no one in there. It's dark and uh, it's hard to tell. It looks it's uh, definitely it's hard to tell if there's any activity. You don't hear anything. Um, but Mr. Peepers hears what sounds like someone walking on the inside of the uh, of the of the end. Can I open up these cellar doors at all? Do they open? Uh, sure. As you start opening up a cellar door, a guard comes up to you. Says, "Excuse me, sir. Can I see your papers? Are you a member of this establishment?" No. No. I'm what? Not a member. No, I'm not a member of this establishment. Okay. Can you give me. Uh, can I please see your papers? Yeah, sure. I'll show him my papers. Okay. He looks them Mr. over. Mr. Peepers' papers. Yeah, Peepers' he, papers. He's looking over her papers. And he says, "What? What were you doing just now?" I was making sure that this building was secure because this was uh, totally um, a quarantine zone. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, he calls over another guard for some help, and he's asking you, um, what are you talking about? Speak quickly. Why, why, what are you doing here? He appears to be in no mood for games whatsoever. I'm supposed to be in this. Uh, this is the, not Manticore's. What, what what is the the name the Rockfish? You're, by, yeah, you're on your own, buddy. You're on your own. You're well, on the back. Yeah, your you map out. is wrong. Your map is wrong. All right, so the Rockfish Inn. I'm supposed to be in here, and the the front door is locked. So yeah, there's illness. You can't be here. It's been closed for days. Everyone knows that. Find somewhere else. Okay. Well, then I'll find somewhere else. Says okay. We'll go with you to make sure you get there successfully. Where do you suggest I go? He looks at you and he says, I don't know, but we can bring you to the jail and you can spend the night there if you want. Is it free? <laughs> well, you might not have everything that you came with, but yeah, it's free. Wait, what do you mean everything that I came with? I mean... Well, when you leave in the morning, we might, you know, take a few of your items as a tax, but other than that, it's free. That's no fair. So let's go to the jail. That sounds like an excellent idea. Come along, Mr. No. Peepers. No, I don't want to do that. Um, Mr. Peepers is off to jail. Okay, the rest of you, let's see what you are going to be doing. Where, what? <laughs> Dude, he's, we have any... <laughs> he's on his own. We have that was hilarious. <laughs> Mr. Peepers has totally followed his dharma. <laughs> so I've gone to you, jail. Goodbye. You're going to jail. <laughs> you're going to jail, man. You wanted to try to break in bye, bye. on your own. They can't see you. You're on the other side of the end. So we'll see where that leads to. Um, the rest. We of don't. You, we don't see him being escorted away. He's. Oh, right. He's on the other side of the building. He's on the other side of the building. You have no idea. He disappears and he does this all the time. Um, do we have something to write with and on? I, I do. I, I, I have writing equipment. Because I'm thinking we see about leaving a vaguely worded note, slip it under the door. Say, suggesting we have a profitable, we're merchants from out of town, we have a profitable business venture. Or I, I just ask like a person, meeting right? I was just thinking about engaging the guard right in front of me with that approach right this second. Uh, see if I could actually enlist the guards to help us. But my deception I, I, is, is I like untrained. Do, do, any of us, do, do, do any of us have deception trained? I do. Can you, can you be deceptive? Like, what's your, what's your plus? Plus four. Okay, my plus is my plus is four untrained. Can you talk to this guard and uh, and play off of our cover 
Oh no, I'm sorry. Were... I, I have a one only. I'm trained. Oops. Oh, that's that's exactly <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? But no, wait, I like that. After a few candy. minutes, the uh, yeah. the door opens up a creek, and you see a dwarf with a large red beard and glasses open up the door and sees the four of you and some guards and says, "Oh, uh, you see the sign? We're closed due to illness. So how can I can I help you?" Is your name Uleg? Let us in, please. I say in Dwarvish. He looks at you, and then he looks at the other dwarf. We've come, I say in Dwarvish, we've come with the medicine. And I show him some herbs. He says, oh, yes, I've, I've been expecting you for, please, please, come in, come in. And he uh, escorts you in. I, I shoot a passing glance at the guards who are, like, on our ass. <laughs> I, I sneak in as well. As we walk in. Boy, I wonder what happened to Mr. Peepers. Oh, well. Um, so the four Where's Mr. Were... Peepers? Four of you inside. He quickly shuts the door, and he looks at you, and he says, "Are you, uh, are you here because of?" And he sort of like alludes to, uh, you know, he just sort of like lets it go off at that. We are. Well, I do say also. I say uh, I am concerned about our friend. He walked around the back of your establishment. Maybe he may be trying to get in over there. I'm going to take a look out your window if that's okay. Uh, I look sure. out. I look out that window. <laughs> No, he's gone. Long gone. <laughs> he's gone. And so, and so, and so, from our character's perspective, he just vanished. Like we don't know he had this interchange with a guard. We didn't see a guard go back there. He is. He just. He just went we off on frolic him, and is gone. We saw him go out back there. Yeah, we saw him walk back. Yep. That's awesome. That is awesome. Because I got to tell you, my my character in his brain, regardless of what I know, meta. My character in his brain is like he is Mr. Peepers and he does shit like this and he is wandering off having adventures and we should just wait for him to come back. That, like that that's that's where my head is at that. I I there is zero there is zero element that that is that is telling me that I should go look for him in jail. Zero. There's nothing in my brain telling me I should go look for him. So we'll get back to Mr. Peepers. Meanwhile, he he brings you in. It's a very nice inn and you can see it's got well-stocked food and wine and barrels and ale and everything a growing dwarf needs. And off in the corner in front of the fireplace, you see a female dwarf, much younger, in the bed and appears to be quite sick. Ooh. And, the, and the irony, Mr. Peepers is the one with the medicine skull. And so, and so that prompts me. It's like, where the hell is that Peepers? We need, we need I, his medicine I have bag. medicine. Oh, you do? I have medicine. All right, so maybe, everyone maybe, has medicine. Maybe, everyone has I'm medicine. I'm actually Nell is actually pretty good at medicine too. Oh, oh, you have medicine skill? Yeah. Awesome. Thorgrim has medicine too. Uh I don't, but I have uh, the power of Iomedi. So he 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 goes on to talk to you and says, "So I I presume you're here to help us uh, <clears throat> uh visit leave. our aunt in yes. uh mm, yes. Us dwarves have Your many, aunt. many siblings and aunts and uncles. Aunt. Mm -hmm. aunt. Perhaps, we should, perhaps we should move away from the door. Oh, excellent. You got an idea. He brings you over to his daughter. He says, he says, oh, yes, again, as I said, I am Yugleg, and this is my daughter, Verna. I'm sorry to say that we are ready, but Verna has gotten very sick, and I'm I'm afraid she's too ill to travel. 
and he you look over at her and sure enough she does not look good at all she seems to be acting very slow and is coughing and looks mm. quite sickly can i do a medicine check to see if i can of course you can something out? do you want me to you want me to roll that or are you gonna roll that uh i will roll what is your medicine check plus seven Oh uh, yeah, Nella knows exactly what this is. You know that this is filth fever, which is mm. caused by rat bites. And she is in stage three. And that's not good. Stage three is she you're sickened and slowed. And stage four, she become unconscious and stage five, she can die. The good news is it's pretty easy to treat, whether through medicine or through someone taking care of her all day. But someone's going to have to perhaps help her out if you have the means. We do. It's cool, though. We can, so we're gonna, we can engage the uh, what, affliction. We can engage the affliction rules. Not really. It's a little different because this is um, it's a little different. It's just, oh, it's abstracted. Yeah, it's a little abstracted. So, well, this is kind of yeah. in my wheelhouse, so I'd certainly be willing to try to do my, do my druidy stuff to try to help her out. Okay. She, they, they go on to explain that uh, she, she, she is coughing up a little, but she talks to Nella and she says, oh, I was in the city sewers, but then I, uh, I, I, found the, I found the tunnel leading to the cove and I shared this information with my father, but I think I... I accidentally got bitten by a rat and got the filth fever while I was in the sewers. I'm sorry about that. I, I really want to go visit my aunt, but I, uh, I, I, I don't feel well and definitely not well enough to make the journey through the sewers. Hopefully you, you can get me feeling a little bit better. Well, this is a full-service rescue operation, and, and curing and helping you get you well again can be as part of that service. So we'll definitely do what we can to get you feeling better. Oh, good, good. I can, I can show you how to get to the cove if you wish. And uh, I also came about the hiding place of, I believe, the Filch character. I bumped into him while I was exploring, and I think he's supposedly coming. I heard my father talking about that. Well, don't you worry about that for now. We'll, for now, we'll try to. The priority should be getting you back to health, to health. So, but we'll. But when we need your help, we'll certainly let you know. He's, he's like, oh, okay. Meanwhile, the dwarf is showing you about, and says, and as he's showing you about, you hear the bells ringing, and he's like, curfews in effect. Well, you can stay here. I have a whole inn at your disposal, and food and mead and. Wine and cheese and everything you need before we're off. What happens if you're caught after curfew outside? He says, oh, well, they'll either escort you to your home, or if you don't have a home, they bring you to the drunk tank, I guess. And do they let you out the next day, or how does that, do you have to pay a fine? I don't know. I'm not s stupid enough to get caught. Plus, I have my own inn. Yes. And no one is stupid enough to get caught, especially someone from not from this town. Of course. Let's all laugh about how that silly that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the silliest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Oh, no. <laughs> and, then, and then I'll have the light bulb go out of my head. Oh, no, Mr. Peepers. 
Oh, I bet he got caught. Because I'll, I'll notice, I'll notice he's not here, and I'll be like, "Oh, yeah. he's here." I bet, I bet that fool will have gotten caught. If he's not, if if he doesn't sneak in, if we don't see him in the morning, we should we should assume he got caught. He speaks ten languages though, and he's blend into the natural environment. <laughs> <laughs> or, or and he, he and he does know where the sewers right are. So he could yeah, be shy, a man of hiding. stealth. There's no chance. Yeah, he's hiding in the shadows right now, and you would never exactly. know. Exactly. He is a fool of a took. I tell ya. <laughs> Anyhow, let's cut yeah. over to Mr. Peepers. Mr. Peepers, on the other hand, is being escorted by two rather large guards who quickly become three and then four and then eight. So, and, the and first guy that... was what level? What was the first guy? What, was, what level was the first guy? The first guy? Well, the guy well, that I talked to. Maybe five or six. Oh. With magic okay. weapons and armor. All right. Okay. Well, here's the fun part. They're sweeping the whole area, and you are getting put into a group of other laggards and drunkards and other people as the curfew gets into effect. And they're literally just picking people off the street and rounding them up. And you seem to have no choice but to go with the flow. Oh, no, I'm totally going with the flow. In fact, this place... Like, this flow needs to be a little bit more organized. So he's going to be talking to all the other people around it up and finding out what their deal is. And, you know, why did they bring themselves to such a lowly state to be picked up by the freaking uh, city guards? I mean, this is an imposition on them. They shouldn't be doing this. So um, he's going to try to, like, find out what is the root cause for why are these people so... Uh, I mean, my gosh, they should be organized. This is stupid. I absolutely want you to have a side adventure that is a fantasy take on usual suspects. I want you to put in a lineup with Benicio Del Toro as like a, as <laughs> yeah. like a half orc. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's going to be interviewing the people that they round up because you never know. I mean, the society, it's like everyone is guilty until proven innocent. I mean, that's it's evil. Um, yeah, there is just for law and order is why the curfew isn't to effect. No other reason. <laughs> it is just the way of the world. And you could tell most of these people that are being rounded up, one or two might be innocents, like Mr. Peepers, who were in the wrong place at the wrong time. But most of them appear to be regulars. People who have been rounded up before, all of them are quiet. They're just going about their way. Most of them want nothing to do with Mr. Peepers as he talks at them because they, they just want to be left alone and deal with their own problems. They are not in the mood to deal with Mr. Peepers and his shenanigans. Well, that's their problem. They're, they're, they're being questioned by Mr. Peepers as we, uh, we go to the city jail. You must be new. Uh, no one talks. Why... Why are you bothering? Are you asking for trouble? And the other guards seem to be very interested in hearing all this jibber-jabber from Mr. Peepers. Well, it's not a lot of jibber-jabber. It's a lot of questions. He's, he's mostly asking, he's asking questions like, why aren't these people, what, where are their papers? And why are they breaking the oh, law? Oh, they all have papers. Oh, they all have papers. Everyone well, papers. yeah, but they're not. They're homeless people. Yeah, but, you know, you get enough... Uh, Homeless people together, and you got it yourself a uh, a crazy party. So <laughs> he's going to be 
King of the Crazies? Yeah, sure. I mean, you, you need to start somewhere, and this is where we're uh, we're, we're organizing. So he's going to be uh, he's going to see where like where is the power base? Where's the power base amongst the people that are being rounded up? Are they all farmers? Are they like are they a bunch of drunkards? Or are they you know rowdies from a bar? Or they're just like poor people that are being rounded up for uh, no reason because they're homeless. They broke the law, which is you can't be out after 10 o'clock. One of them talks to you and says, don't you know there's no such thing as homelessness in Zin Ezredel? And as he says that, you are being escorted into a very large palisade, drunk tank, if you will. It says, ah, here's my home and you are being escorted into a cage with 400 other strangers and sure enough you now have a home and a place to sleep mr peepers all right that sounds good that's good this is a good i got 400 people to work with and i'm <laughs> going to find out what everyone's deal is and uh see actually if any of these people might i don't know i know what's going on I don't know. It's Maybe. actually not a bad idea. We'll get back to you in a second. I kind of like yeah. it. Soylent, Soylent Green is peepers. <laughs> ah, I saw that's really funny. That's really good. <laughs> well, back to the civilized world. Nixox, Thoradin, Nella, Thorgrim. You got a big bucket of ale. The proprietor is making you chicken and sausages and cheese and pies because he's has he has tons of food that no one's been eating and he's like oh here we go more than enough more than enough you guys have a feast, ah, feast. i like a feast remember kids the moral of the story obey the law and you get good food <laughs> i don't know yes that's right and he is showing you around and he gives you each your own room with your own wash basin Blankets, pillows, towels, and clean linen, no less. You have a wow. kingdom here in this beautiful, beautiful rockfish inn. Over in Mr. Peepers, he has the hard ground and a rock as a pillow. <laughs> and, and for food, he's got gruel out of a wooden bowl and a dirty spoon. Pretty much. He does Iron, rations. Iron rations. Iron rations. Iron rations. <laughs> so, so, so do we have a montage sequence where it goes back and forth and we're like toasting yes. each other and yes. then he's like sad with a little crust of bread yep. and then we're like, we're like having a pillow fight. And he's like, he's having a pillow fight. He's like fighting over the piece of bread with a rat. <laughs> and then, he's like, <laughs> then he gets filthy fever. That would be funny if he gets. He's getting his food stolen from the like the bigger uh, prisoner who's stealing it from all the other prisoners, which is everyone because you're a halfling. <laughs> oh, Mister Peepers, he he lived by the sword and he died by the sword. It's lovely. Nobody knows the trouble I see. <laughs> Nobody knows but Peepers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are all like toasting. And drinking, Mr. Peepers is like pulling like an insect out of his water and like sipping it. You guys have big old meads of ale and chicken legs, and he has crusty bread. He's uh, you guys are like like taking the pillows off the bed, pillow after pillow, and taking the down blanket off and the covers, and 
Mr. Peepers is finding a clean spot of the ground and brushing it clean and finding some rocks to use as pillows outside and trying not to get stabbed by one of the other inmates. Somehow there are wild animals in the prison with him. <laughs> um, well, I guess, do, do can you try and cure her now, or how does that work? Yeah, you can spend... Doctor, what is your prognosis? Yes, Nella knows that if she spends the next eight hours, basically, you know, you have, you only really, from the metagame point of view, eight hours outside, eight hours inside, doing whatever you want to do, and, um eight hours sleeping so you can spend the next eight hours trying to uh help her out and we're not using the true rules it's more of an abstraction because she doesn't have her own stats so you just have to either treat her with a medicine check or you know as long as you're trained in medicine and you you, Do you have to have make a roll at it or yeah you have to make a roll can that roll be assisted by like uh thoradin who's also trained in medicine you can but the assistance it's is, tough it's really hard and you have a very good chance of making it worse it's a dc 20 uh, yeah, it's a plus one and yeah, at uh, least at low levels you're almost better off just trying oh uh, yeah totally get critical so i have a plus five to the healing check who is better, the druid i got a plus seven for yeah you're up so i'm gonna go ahead and you okay you can do that you can you can um i actually make the actually you can make the check it's not secret well i mean i I don't want to get too bogged down in stupid details but is that going to affect my availability to go with the party the next day if i spend eight hours doing that okay no you have 16 hours of free time so it's eight hours exploring eight hours of doing whatever you want and we're going to get to that in a second because something else is going to be coming up in the meantime. And then we'll I do go know back we're on a bit Mr. of a schedule here. Yeah, and I do want to go back to Mr. Peepers because if he does want to talk to people, you actually can find things out, Mr. Peepers. So we'll get back to you in a second. So okay. do, do you want to do So your, yeah, so I'm going to do the medicine check. Do you want me to okay. roll or should I? Yeah, you can roll it. You can roll it. And there's a lot of secret checks in Pathfinder 2, which I like, but you know, it kind of takes them a little way. Whoa, look at that. A 23 Nella spends time treating this lovely dwarf and sure enough after eight hours she is looking much much better she visibly sounds and looks better and says oh thank you so much nella i don't know what you did but i feel excellent now thank you thank you i'm glad i was able to help you and then nella's gonna crash have a few hours of sleep good good excellent so she she's much better. Uh, Mr. Peepers, what did you wish to do? You wanted to find out things, you said? Yes, I did. I want to find out why people were so disenfranchised that they were picked up by the city guards. It's an interview process. Okay. Do you have society, Thessalonian lore, or underworld lore? Oh, you bet. I have plus one for society rolls. And you're not even trained. I'm not trained in society. <laughs> uh, not Thessalonians. You don't have underworld lore or anything? No. No. Are you a rogue? What lore do you have? I have, let's see, I point a point in acrobatics. What about diplomacy? The basic Medicine, diplomacy. nature. Diplomacy? Diplomacy is terrible. Plus zero. 
Oh my god, you're worthless. Okay, you walk around. Well, I got thievery. You... I got, I mean. <laughs> well, socially, you're worthless. Okay, you walk around. You talk to everyone. And you learn that this is the greatest city in the world. Everyone here is happy. Everyone here is fed. Everyone has a roof over their heads. No one is upset about anything. You yourself are being taken care of right now. You yourself are a homeless schlub. Yet you had dinner tonight. You have somewhere to sleep. We even have other people to hang out with and socialize with. What more can one want in life? You know, that is true. I mean, I always suspected that this city was a lot greater than what was led on. Like, I this this throws a lot of discredit on, on, on the quest that we were on. This is a, well, this is a good city. Okay, well, this is good. I, I, I need to get this information back to my uh, companions. So they need to know this. Okay. And everyone seems to be having a good time. In fact, people are playing games. People are like doing horseshoes. People are playing a hopscotch type game, almost like a stickball type game. It actually is kind of a bit of a party atmosphere. It's not so bad in here. Actually, Mr. Peepers, yeah. after a few hours, is actually kind of having a good time. That's good. I'm glad to be a part of this. This is this is a uh, great uh, great to know. And then even some of them ask if you would like a prison tattoo. No, no tattoos. No, definitely you sure? no. No, you sure? no tattoos. Yep, I'm sure. They're all looking at you. They're like, "Look, yeah, we all have them." And sure enough, everyone in the everyone here is seems to be proud of their tattoos as members of this uh, this uh, gang, if you will, a group, if you will. You sure, Mr. Peepers? I think you'd uh, really enjoy being a member of our uh, organization. Is it this all? Do they all have the same type of tattoo? Oh yeah, definitely. What is like? What is the tattoo like? What's the organization name? No, it seems to be all tattoos to the Rune Lord of Envy herself, Bellamarius. Everyone here is loyal compatriots, loyal citizens. Of Bellamarius. Subjects. Citizens of Bellamarius. Yes. <laughs> Everyone here shows their loyalty with a large tattoo of her face. Do you want to see what she looks like? Yeah, sure. Okay, I got actually a beautiful tattoo coming right up. This whole place gives me a big, actually, uh, Latveria vibe. Like a Doctor Doom Latveria kind of vibe. Yeah. You will be prosperous, pro prosperous, and you will be looked after, but you must obey me explicitly. Ah, oh, she, she doesn't look so bad. All right, Mr. Peepers will get a tattoo. This is, this is, this looks, this brilliant. Looks oh, excellent. They all, they all are cheering with you. And sure enough, right. you seem to have two different variations of the tattoo. You can either get the one of her being stern. Or the one of her in action, as you can see. There's two variations of uh, of Bellamarius. As long as this oh, is action, do they put it on their arm action or something? I don't better. want any tattoos on my face. Is, is, are they, like, is it on their arm or on Oh, yeah, sleeve? it's on the arm. Yeah, yeah let's, okay, get the, like no, let's get the stern one. No, get the one that chest. is loose. Nah, oh, you can do that too. Chest. I want, I want to get the butt chest cheek. each hand under your nipple. Butt cheek. 
Uh, no, that, that's disrespectful. That's yeah, disrespectful. Can... No, no, I don't, no I don't want the tramp stamp. I don't want the tramp stamp. Uh, I'm going to put it on my arm, and I'm going to get the stern one that imposes the rule of law on these happy, happy people. <laughs> oh that's awesome. <laughs> oh, Lord. You have to update the artwork order for Mr. Peepers to have a large tattoo of Matarius on his arm. On his arm! On his arm, yeah, there's, yeah, sure. We we cannot forget this. We are going to get in trouble. This is in... free. This is a free tattoo I'm getting. Dude, we, yeah, we are going to be in trouble with like a diplomacy or a deception check, and you are going to bust out that arm, and that's going to put us over the edge. That's going to give us an assist. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. So they, they sure enough bring out the old prison ink and do the old-fashioned tattoo and pencil it in, and let me do a roll to see how good they do the tattoo. It's good. It's not the greatest tattoo, uh, but it's, but it's not filthy for causing. It's a prison tattoo. It's I a mean, prison it's tattoo. How, how, how good is it going to be? Yeah, you can get it colored in later. So right now it's just like an outline sketch. But people will know what that is, and you definitely have the Rune Lord of Envy on your arm forever. Nice. Peepers has ink. <laughs> yes. You've got to get now all jailhouse tats. <laughs> That's true. I'm legit. And by legit what i mean by that is legitimate and the best thing is that tattoo comes with free filth fever yeah, yeah. um <laughs> wow mr peeper said quite decided adventure okay the rest of you do you want to do anything during those eight hours while mr peepers is getting ink and nella is saving the female dwarf can we talk to this man about you know the whole situation the town I think we can trust him, so maybe we want to talk to him about yeah, the other we, people. Yeah, he just helped his daughter. Knows anything about the other people? Uh, one at a time. What do you want to talk to him about? Does he know? Does he know the guard? No, he does not know that guard. Right, does he know the uh, bureaucrat, the guy at the tax office? No, he does not know that. He knew. He knows Flitch indirectly. Uh, who's the other one? Uh, oh, dude, what about uh, Daffrid or the spouse or the kids? Nope, he does not know Daffrid. Unfortunately, he does want to know how do you think we're gonna leave. He he's like, well, you know, I uh, not a big fan of water, but Shard Cove looked like an excellent way to to get out of here. How uh, how do you expect us to cross the cove? <laughs> the silence is deafening. Oh, but then we 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 are constrained by a dual plan. We have to take a certain number out. And one way will not be enough for all of you. So we will have to make a determination. Some of us might be able to go a stealthy way through a secret passage and meet a rendezvous ship. Some of us will have to go uh, and bluff our way past the guards to go to major ma main ship. Uh, that is the situation. When, when we have more information on the other guests and the other passengers, we'll have to make that determination. Oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense. So he, he also says he has his payment. And after seeing his daughter well, he produces that payment to you in the form of gems and coins valued at 12 gold pieces. Uh, we were told fish. We were, to, we were told not to take fish. Oh, yeah, that's right. Not to take fish. He says, oh, yes, yes. And he brings you downstairs and... He says, I have six large barrels of pickled fish 
if you wish that as well. Although, I don't know how you're going to be able to bring it out, as you can see. And they're very large, heavy barrels. So, like, this is not something you can easily transport. I would think you'd rather have gems. That is a very interesting thing. We can, we can, we might be able to hobbit something out of that. Ha! <laughs> we might be able to hobbit that because because we're I here think, as yeah, merchants, right? Right, because we're here as merchants, right? So, uh, yes. uh, so like like I I go through the uh, like I go through the um, uh, papers that we have again to see if there's any prohibition or authorization for us to bring back samples or or or, or bring back any goods with us. Small amounts, not large barrels like this. Just small, like not, barrel not, rider. Not, yeah, like not a barrel, not a barrel no, of fish. No, no, small samples. I'll just eat, start eating. I'll eat my barrel here. Okay, you can eat your barrel's worth of pickled fish. <laughs> Sounds revolting. Uh, all right, so I think we should just sleep and then start the next day. Yeah, I think so. All right, I will give everyone a hero point. So now everyone has. Two hero points total. I gotta Please. use those. I gotta not forget to use those. Yeah, it's hero points. I wonder if the barrels float. I wonder. Does that reset? Because I had I had two from previous. No, you had one from previous. And then I had one from previous, so one. now I have two. And you get one an hour, approximately. So they come pretty quick. Like you should feel free to use them. You haven't had really too much of a chance to use them so far. So. So you all rest at the crack of dawn. Mister Peepers is awakened. By guards demanding everybody get out <laughs> as soon as lights up and everyone is risen and woken. His ink is dry and Mr. Peepers is on his own to do whatever he wants. I am going to go back to the Rockfish Inn. Okay, it doesn't take you too long to get back to the Rockfish Inn where I presume the rest of your crew is sleeping in. And they're big, fluffy pillows and feather beds and comforters. It must be so hard. Well, I would I wouldn't know any about anything about that. Is there a guard still at the uh, the front? No, door? not right there. No. Okay. So I walk in. Yeah, he comes door. in, and we're all like, we all get our own robes, a monogrammed. <laughs> we all have like a giant stack of pancakes. We're just finishing up. I absolutely love that from our perspective, he vanished and then reappears out of nowhere with a tattoo of the Rune Lord on his arm. And there's some story about there. I don't even know what, I don't even want to know what the story is. Oh, uh, Mr. Peepers has already forgotten about the tattoo on his arm. He, you guys probably don't even know about that. So he's just That's walking really through the front door as if like, Oh, Hey guys, how you doing? You know, what's, what, what did you do last night? Oh, Hey Peepers. That's where you are. Uh, we were worried about you. I know. Uh, this is like, you know what? This is the happiest place on earth. These people really love their government. I, 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 I worry that we might be, I don't know. I think we might be causing some trouble with getting these uh, rabble rousers out, but I don't want to cause any, uh, any ruckus with the city. Remember the site that it may be lawful, but it's a den of pure evil. Ah, well, I don't know. The, the, the jail was pretty nice. The, these mm. these people were they were happy like the, a gilded the cage of society. Oh, oh, they were that's quite a cage. I mean, so they well, treated they treated you well. Absolutely, absolutely, they took care of me. You guys, uh, yeah, one of the guards found me, and 
he saw that I needed a place to stay, and so I didn't like spend any coin. I assume they didn't take any of my uh, money or my things, like the guard intoned when we he took me away. Is that right, Steve? He did not take anything from you. I think he was just <laughs> they forgot being mean to you and realized that you were so low of level and value that they didn't even bother yeah. taking any of your garbage. <laughs> yeah, he was, imp- yeah, he was see- impressed that you got the tattoo and he gave it back to you. No, I, I, uh, I like that. I think Mr. Peepers has nothing of value. <laughs> He's like, fine, go ahead, take what I have. So uh, he kind of, he, he knew what angle he was working from the start. So um, yeah, pretty happy. Good, good night. Good night. Can we stay here every night? Yeah, this would make a much more comfortable base of operations than the sewer. Yeah, definitely. And, and I, do, I do advise you to maintain the illusion that you're that you are still a sick house. It would be better to keep that cover, and it would it would cover it would cover your exit. It would you will not be missed. That's a good point. What do you think we should go next? I think um, Garla, Garla, right? I think so. Shella. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Tales from the Black Lodge. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that you're not the first person to yell Free Bird at the Bard. <laughs> <laughs>